it's time to take a deep breath, a little deeper, and settle in with your host, Spa and Wellness Director Genesee, starting right now on the Wellness Hour on Karma Radio. Welcome to your Wellness Hour brought to you by Inn and Spa Walden. Here's your 30-second rundown on how the Wellness Hour works. Like any good story, we have a beginning, middle, and end. The beginning of the show will review what has been, meaning we will take an exciting, deeper look at some of our lecture topics that ran the previous week at Walden. The middle will include what is happening now. Here we will tap into the energy of the present moment and see collectively what is surrounding all of us at this time. The end will give a sneak peek into what's to come, who's up next week, and what wellness activities are available for you to enjoy in the weeks to come. So let's twist time and start this hour in the past. Here we go. Good morning, Karma Radio. Hello and welcome to another beautiful Friday in Ohio. So, twisting time and starting right in the past. Let's see, Julie, can you hear me? I can hear you. Woohoo! Our first <laughs> call in. I love this. How many? Oh, I love that I'm your first one. Uh, of course you would be. Of course. <laughs> so. So let's, a uh, little history on Julie. So number one, she's one of our wellness leaders at Walden. And uh, Julie, what would you say right now, because we're all about present moment, you and I. So what is your specialty right now? <laughs> wow. I love when you do this. Today. I know. I know. Um, right? Funnel it down. Say, <laughs> right. Yeah. Taking it in. Well, right now, um, I would say a lot of my focus is um, with the chakras, a lot of intuitive um, uh, lectures. I've been doing a lot with developing intuition. Um, We're also doing some intuitive yoga classes, uh, which is something new that that I've been working with and developing. Julie, do you know you just said intuitive yoga classes? I did just say intuitive yoga classes. (laughs) So since January, I've been trying to pin Julie down to do her intuitive yoga classes. And so you just verbalize this. And in chakra theory, what do we say about the throat chakra? Yeah. I'm speaking my truth. There it is. You're speaking your truth. And here we go. So look forward to that, Karma, Karma fans. Intuitive yoga classes. And that would go post to our uh, YouTube channel, most likely, and you can always find anything we do at yourwalden.com um, under Julie's gorgeous picture there, the wellness leader page. Uh-huh. Um, and so I let's just talk about that for a minute since we're manifesting it. Now I'm really going to, I'm going to really get this energy moving towards it. So, <laughs> yoga, so the most brilliant, amazing, I can't even put this into words about Julie is, and let's, let's, go over this uh, conversation again. This is always what I love to probe her with, but um, you when we did the interview, I think in January, we talked about this as well. One of my favorite things about Julie as a human, as a person, as an intuitive channel, um, is as a teacher for people out there is that she is she 
She's the yin to my yang. She is the most <laughs> grounded individual and is so able to stay connected, anchored into the present moment, which you don't come across a lot of human beings that can do this. And and in that, when we can stay so grounded in the present moment, there you can pick up on every energetic connection that's coming into you. So Julie, explain this a little bit to us, how you started recognizing this in, in your own yoga practice as it started coming in. So it was interesting and it actually started out as I was recognizing it as more of a frustration because I'm typically a planner. I like to plan things out. Um, I've been teaching yoga for several years and what was happening was, you know, I would, you know, think out, you know, some themes and ways, things that I wanted to touch on and in my classes. And then all of a sudden I was finding as I'm driving to my class or as I'm sitting there and awaiting people to come in through the door, I'm just hit with, oh no, that's not what's going down today. That's not what's happening. Um, And it like literally just um, the energy of every single person that was coming in was, and it's just, it, the classes just became about, you know, who was going to be in front of me that day. So um, one of the interesting things about a yoga class and yoga teachers in general is that they like to plan out the class. They like to have some kind of understanding of what they're going to teach. Maybe they bring in a concept from one of the limbs of yoga. You know, non-harming is going to be this this concept that I think about today and, and try and teach or express through the hour yoga practice, through the positions, and then impart that wisdom to the class. And so, right, would you agree that's kind of how typical yoga teachers structure? I would, com- I would completely agree. Or you have um, with your class, especially, you know, um, perhaps a more di- challenging pose that you're going to be building up to. And so you'll structure it with specific, um, you know, a sequence leading up to that. And it, I mean, it's, there's a lot of thought put, you know, most often put into the structure of a yoga class. And, you know, again, that's the theme. And just as you were saying, um, there, you know, there's a lot of pre-thought before that. And so um, in that, there's a lot of planning and we, yeah. you get into the mental space, you sit, you sit down maybe the day before, the night before your yoga class and come up either with the one word or the pose or whatever the energy for the next day is going to be. And so this is how you initially got into your yoga classes. When you first started teaching yoga, you would do that same kind of pattern and protocol that typical instructors go through. And so for you... (laughs) <laughs> what started mm-hmm. happening? How, uh, tell me, because well, it was confusing would, to you at the beginning. Well, as I would sit down to plan out my class, my mind would actually, I mean, it would almost become blank. Like it was, uh, it was like swimming against the current, trying to put something sequential together and something that came very easily and naturally. Um, or I would get like a, a million ideas and I'm like, <laughs> how am I going to put this all together? Like, this is just, you know, it was either like too little, too much. And it was, you know, and, um, and I would fight that and I would force it. And then I, I, it's like, I wouldn't be happy with it and it wouldn't sit right with me. And then 
it would always be as I got closer and closer, and this happens with my the lectures that I do as well. Um, it's almost like, you know, I feel like every encounter that we have, we're put in front of each other for a reason. And, um, you know, it's almost like, I mean, I had one class where I, you know, I had it all, even like 20 minutes before the class, I knew what was going to happen. And then two minutes before class, in my, it all changed. In and your then mind, all of a sudden what, people, the energy yeah, you were feeling. People come in and I'm about to start and I go, all right, guys, I'm like, who <laughs> literally just last minute decided to come to this class? And then like, they're all looking at each other. And then in the back, one person raises their hand. I go, was it about, did you literally just veer off and just decide to come here? She's like, yes, probably about two minutes ago. And I said, okay, thank you. So we have, <laughs> I said, so we're going a whole new direction today. Um, you know, and I find that um, it's just a connection and it's, you know, you can take some, each person takes um, something different from experiences. And, um, you know, a class that I teach, um, you know, just like how people perceive things. Everyone yeah. can see the same situation in a different way. And I just would find that maybe something that I would say, and I and I don't plan anything anymore. Yeah. It all comes to me throughout the class. Um, so this is this is the crown chakra, right? This is, and we were you and I at nine a.m. this morning. We're having this exact same conversation. Mm-hmm. It's this ability, and this is what happens. It's this ability to have detached acceptance right over every moment and it's very hard for people who have resistance in being in the present moment and not having control over what's happening in that moment and then allowing or trusting that everything energetically or everything that's happening to you is just going to come in and 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 be the right thing. So what people, what humans will just, (laughs) we'll call everybody else right now besides you and I humans. So, Oh, that was kind of condescending, right? Apologies. So (laughs) for, for most people, what happens is they like to have control over, over what, what things are going to look like. And so what they do is they get into their mental field and they plan and they, they see from all perspectives, they figure out what's going to happen. So nothing can deter or change the outcome that they're seeing. Right. And so that's why yoga instructors will plan a class because they have the outcome of, of achieving the perfect pose at the end or getting somebody into this new, maybe more advanced pose. And so the whole class will lead up to that. And so in, in a moment of presence, if let's say that lady who came into your class two minutes earlier or decided to come in at last minute comes in and now she throws off the whole energy of that class because she didn't need that pose. And maybe she's the one who needs the most attention at this moment, this space and time. And so you're able to, uh, having detached acceptance, being able to detach from what you had previously thought of, but now accepting the energy that's flowing into you, you were able to feel into that and trust that you were going to be divinely given everything you needed in that moment to serve the totality of the class and most, mostly that person who's really in energetic need of what you have to provide. Can, yeah. can we say? So, <laughs> so it's interesting that you bring that up, of course, because um, during, you know, circling actually to what we were initially 
going to begin discussing. <laughs> um, so at Monday at the um, the lecture that I gave at Walden, um, it which was developing intuition, it was a, the uh, second of the series. Yeah. yeah, it was the second of the series. Not you know the intermediate. Not to say you're at an intermediate level. It was just taking things a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Um, the first lecture, um, which I believe was taped, um, we talked a lot more about. Um, how, you know, what ways we can receive information. You defined um, a lot the classifications yeah. of clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience. Exactly. Yeah. You kind of gave them um, the basics, yeah. The basics. Mm-hmm. And then this past time, we took it a bit further as to, you know, basically getting into the nitty-gritty of how does this actually work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, part, of, you know, and we got into, um, you know, our levels of consciousness. Um, but... Part of this discussion that got brought up was um, was trust and what gets in the way when we're trying to develop our intuitive abilities. The thing that gets the most in our way is fear, identifying what those fears are, and and as you said, I mean, just letting go of expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it is developing trust in yourself. Um, and the information that's coming through to you. So, Julie, um, Julie, you are you are biting off the biggest chunk of I think human awareness right now. Fear. How did you start to even talk about and address this with with the people who attended? And I know the people who attended were probably at a level where they were maybe slightly engaged with maybe some fear or distrust in what was coming through, but how do you begin to talk to them about moving past the fear and detaching from expectation? That is such a huge, huge part of the spiritual journey. Um, so I, I took them through, I mean, basically a, a step-by-step process. Mm-hmm. Um, when, I mean, we all, and I started off every time just letting, I mean, everyone has the ability to be intuitive. It's, it's there, it's within us. You're um, with it. And, and it's essentially you're accepting that, you know, there's a higher and divine purpose to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we're here for a greater reason. Um, and, you know, and it's, you're, and with that, like, trying to figure out I know right how do you boil this Um, down (laughs) I can feel (laughs) so well so here's the thing it's it's taking you know I broke it down because a lot of people have a hard time thinking of the spiritual aspect so I tried to break it down more scientifically to me when you can make something um you know everyone always wants that reasoning that logic and it's easier to wrap your head around it a little more Mm -hmm. so I took the approach of I broke down four levels of consciousness Mm -hmm. so we have um and I've seen it illustrated different ways like you have I think it's Freud who did like like an iceberg you have the tip of the iceberg Mm -hmm. where it's you know above the water and then there's this entire mass beneath or you can picture it as like a pyramid but essentially that bit put like poking up above the water would be your conscious mind Mm -hmm. so that's your awareness at this present moment. This is where you're making these conscious decisions and choices. Right beneath that, under the water, would be our unconscious mind. So then this is where um, all of our memories of past experiences are stored, you know, a great deal of knowledge about um, ourselves and our beliefs and the world are, are kept here. Then beneath that, 
So we have our conscious mind, our unconscious mind, and then we have our subconscious mind. So, well, actually, I'm sorry. Subconscious is in between. Let me go back. <laughs> so conscious mind, subconscious. So this is going to be the pathway of communication between your unconscious mind and your conscious mind. The etheric so body. This, yeah. Right. So your subconscious is essentially filtering through all of your beliefs and habits and patterns. And then um, of all these memories and information that's stored. So your unconscious mind, you can't readily grab this information. But it's being essentially, it's like, you know, trans, you know, like transmitted or passed through the subconscious and then our conscious mind is at the helm making the decision. Mm -hmm. So the, the final level of consciousness I called the super conscious mind. Mm -hmm. um, this is the part that I call, like this would be more of our higher self or that inner wisdom. Mm -hmm. And then this would be the wisdom of all of your lifetimes, like your past, present, future, you know, like it's, it essentially is it's bringing in that, um, you know, keeping you on track with the life purpose. It's the glue. Yes, this is <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, some people, they have a hard time with, you know, you hear a lot of times higher self and, you know, they, you know, depending on what your beliefs are, it's harder to wrap around. But if you can look at these levels of consciousness um, and what you can tap into and what and what you can't readily access, but it's sort of sort of like a game of whisper down the lane. Like you've got this, you know, <laughs> inner wisdom that's getting passed through your consciousness. And then you've got this here and now who it's sort of muddled with, you know, perhaps like patterns and behaviors and, um, you know, whatnot. And you're making your decisions in this present moment. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, thinking of this process, when we're starting to develop our intuition, um, the focus now turns into how do we tap into, um, you know, if our conscious mind is receiving information from our subconscious, our unconscious mind is passing information through that subconscious to our conscious mind, and now we've got our super conscious mind that's <laughs> feeding information to the unconscious mind. You know, we can't, you know, how do we, how can we, how can we receive information more directly? where it's not filtered or muddled or, mm -hmm. you know, where we can get that information. As being the clear um, channel, you hear it called exactly, a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that all just made sense. It was a lot easier when I had a big, like, paper that I right, was drawing that you could it all draw. <laughs> Yeah, so. I was drawing it picture, for you. I'm going yeah, right to hold up my paper for the video camera. It's right, fantastic right. drawing. So, <laughs> like, replay it all in your mind. Um you it know, made perfect but, sense. You explained it very eloquently. I think I followed along. I have some in-studio okay. audience. Th uh, thumbs up, thumbs to the side. Two thumbs up from one of them. One, uh, okay. one thumb up with a squinty face from the other. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you are, you continue the teaching. So now this, I, I love that pathway process. So okay. that seems like the, um, again, moving into, you were kind of giving the audience information to, uh, unlock their mental faculties yes. right so you were like here right. this is so, why because, and this is what we're doing our, i mean our natural and innate response is we need to logically explain this it's yeah. like where am i going when i'm condition. trying to receive yeah. this information mm -hmm. i mean 
everyone needs this answer of like, where is this coming from? You know, and, and a lot of the fear comes from that as well, because then when they can't wrap their mind or have a visual or something tangible, mm-hmm. some of the fear lies in that mm-hmm. um, and that reliability. Am I just making this up in my head or yeah. am I, you know? Yeah. Um, so the first thing, now that we know what our goal is, is we want to tap into this unconscious or super conscious mind of yeah. ours. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing that I had suggested to everyone is literally and simply just set the intention to receive guidance. Mm-hmm. And I gave them the example, like I will practically daily even start my day or, or at moments when I'm looking for clarity um, mm-hmm. and just say, you know, in my mind, or you can say it out loud. And again, everyone's different. And I, things resonate with people differently. Can they you set intentions are, wrong? Is there a yeah. wrong way to intentionalize? No, no. I mean, for me, it depends. It's whatever feels right to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will just. Um, you know, set the intention to just connect to my highest and most loving self and, and just stating, you know, I'm open and receptive to all information and direction towards my greatest good. And a lot of times when you, um, you know, when your intentions are, um, pure in nature, every time you're looking for, um, guidance, with pure intentions, mm-hmm. that's what's going to come through. Beautiful. Um, when your motives are <laughs> what a lottery fruit, ticket winning numbers. I know. That's <laughs> so funny. I said the same example on Monday. Um, Money hungry. Bad intention. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, when you're looking for truth, the yeah. truth is come through um when you're looking to connect to that super conscious when you're looking to build a clear pathway it sounds like then it's you trust in that so i have a question because there's sometimes julie when i am (laughs) laying in bed in the morning probably like you trying to trying to create an intention for the day and I sit there and I have 101 things in the file cabinet of my mind that I want to put into an intention and I find that I am mincing words and I can't it nothing feels right what would you suggest for me if I can't if I just can't you know if I can't formulate what it is I want (laughs) or I'm looking Um, for (laughs) well you know what Jen that's that's trust. It's you're you're putting expectations on the information that you're going to receive. And if you just put trust in your higher self to show you what you most read, what will serve your highest purpose mm-hmm. today, like bring bring forward to me, you know what you know the thing that is. Um, I mean, here's the thing: when when we set expectations or we try and hone in on something specific or we think that the best possible outcome, we already have it in our mind. The thing is, is when you do that, what you, what I've found most often, especially when I just release all expectations of what the outcome will be, Mm -hmm. I find that the end result, it never ends up how I think it will be, (laughs) but it ends up better. And it's like how, you know, so I never say like, I, I make all of my intent. They're very broad. Mm-hmm. And I, just, um, you know, I just look for, you know, allow me to clearly see and clearly, um, receive, um, information, mm-hmm. um, 
and you know for my highest good so i'm getting and less is more good. <laughs> yeah, less is more uh-huh. it really is because what you think is good for you mm-hmm. is necessarily good for you i mean if you knew then then you'd be at a super conscious level all the time yeah um we're we're, we're consciously you know a lot of times you know it's suppressing that ego it's um you know it's suppressing fear and and if you find yourself where you're receiving intuitive information, you don't like the answer, um, you know, that, you know, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Woo. This is my alarm clock. Woo. Dance party, Julie. Dance party. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my I'm gosh. I'm not even going to go where. That's your alarm. Okay. Not for you. That is, that is divine alarm saying, what was Julie just saying? Less is more when setting attention. And I think that is so helpful because we do. And it's interesting because I taught a lecture for Sean um, on Wednesday, Quieting the Mind. And it was all mm-hmm. about when we're in the mental field, you know, there's there's a level of when we're clearing the objective and subjective realities of this mental field, uh, the next level is what you're calling super conscious or high self or this collective Uh reality. And when you get to that, you no longer have to know it's this being okay with like you're calling it the super super conscious where everything is just divinely aligned to me and I can trust in every absolutely everything that's coming. So why in my mental field, when I'm trying to organize my intention for the day and I want to throw everything in the kitchen sink into this intention, you know, why, why do I have to, why do I have to do that? Why do I have to, you know, it's my mental field that it's trying to control this and so you're saying less is more keep it open trust that if you're just saying i want i want to be aligned to my high self and i want to be aligned to whatever's serving me in the greatest good start right yeah there you go Mm -hmm. done and done so uh a question um so when then you're so that to me feels like this great beginning for opening up the process and and so I'm sure this to me feels like the first maybe 15-25 minutes of your lecture the other day and I can see why you are speed demon rolling through it you said (laughs) you're trying to (laughs) say five words every every second to get the most (laughs) downloaded well there's so it's such a huge topic um yeah well so that that would be step one for me yeah anytime I mean, you're really, you're, 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 when you verbalize or even think something, you're manifesting. Mm-hmm. So just setting step one. Um, the next step, which I told everyone, and, and they're all so simple, it's just be aware and pay attention. I mean, and that's when you're awake and you're asleep because a lot of information can also come, depending on how you receive information, could also be when you're sleeping. Uh-huh. Um, you know, noticing signs, symbols, things that have special meaning to you, paying attention to, synchronistic events. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you because I know you. So explain Uh -uh. to the people's listening out there on Karma Radio, explain (laughs) to them because Julie, again, I said in the very beginning, you are probably one of the most present and in the flow people I know. And again, being present and in the flow means you're detached from any outcome of what you think should happen. You're 
present and allowing things to happen as they need to, again, because you trust in the flow. And so when uh, sitting at Starbucks, the first time we really got to sit down Mm -hmm. and have a fun, just back and forth tennis match conversation, you have some of the most synchronistic, symbolic life uh, life encounters. And so I'm sure you probably had one today, this morning or yesterday. So can you explain that a little bit to people just so they can see how easy it is to, oh, well, I shouldn't say easy because sometimes I'm sure it can sure. be confusing. Yes. Well, I mean, you're referencing us sitting down at Starbucks. I mean, the way that even happened, we weren't even supposed to be meeting at Starbucks. I was driving. I never go to that Starbucks. And as I'm driving, <laughs> I, it just pops in my mind, um, go to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. I, and I don't even, no offense to the Starbucks lovers out there. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of their coffee. I'll go with like, you know, some other things or if it's down, like sort of, if that coffee's muddled down, maybe it's like a, a latte or something, I can deal with it. <laughs> but, you know, that's stuff's strong. That's some strong coffee. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, and I actually had to be somewhere. Uh-huh. And I ended up not going um, because I, it just, I'm like, I have to go into Starbucks. And I stopped, parked the car, I walk in, and then who's sitting there but you? And, uh, and it turned into, um, I mean, that sit down um, was, I mean, it was part of a chain of events that, I mean, probably has us talking right now on the radio. So, um, butterfly effect. Yeah. If I mean, you wouldn't no. have chosen, oh my gosh, Julie, if you would not have listened to that's, that intuitive synchronistic bubble. Yeah, that's when the that's when all the wellness started happening at Walden. Yeah. That's when the it was an initial like thought process for you. I had a few you were developing. I had a few angels, you being one of them, one being Amy Rivkind, who moved out for a month and then moved back to Oregon. Interesting synchronicity. I've got an organite sitting in my <laughs> studio right mm-hmm. now oh, next to me. Um, but there were a few people that, again, we talk about synchronicity, intuition, life path, timeline stuff. I was, I was delayed in, in manifesting the wellness Walden. Walden on a timeline had to have this wellness component come to it. And I was resisting for whatever reason, probably because Uh of the amount of work it was going to take to start it. (laughs) And a few angels popped into my path who basically a domino effect. I think it was you, Lynn, Amy, and a few other people and everybody had started saying things and, and connecting dots for me that this wellness, this wellness had to, had to happen. And mm-hmm. here we are today. That's right. That's right. So, in, um, yeah. No, well, what I, what I, as far as um, like you're talking about daily things, I mean, um, which we talked about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I have over time. I mean, a lot of times, um, some people might see uh, numbers like on the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, some people might uh, perhaps see a, a consistent, maybe an animal nature. A lot of times. Uh, will present itself uh, something electronic, digital with numbers. As um, a validation to the spiritual. As a validation. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, and what I what I, like when I first started seeing these things, I'm like, gosh, why do I keep seeing a hawk? Or why do I keep seeing this? And 
and really, I mean, I don't know every meaning for everything. And, and quite frankly, each thing probably has different meaning for different people. Mm -hmm. But what I would do is literally, I mean, you know, technology, you know, bring it in. It's there, you know, Google, you know, Hawk, like whatever comes to mind that you should Google it. And then all of a sudden, whatever first pops up again, you go with what's right in front of you. Spiritual Google. Yeah. Yeah. Spiritual Google. Exactly. (laughs) And the thing is, is you trust that what you immediately pops in your head to search under. Don't over every, you know, take the overthinking out of it. It's like, you know, I'll say, you know, hawk meaning. And then all of a sudden it's like the first thing that comes up is like spiritual meaning. Um, Just so you know, I'm sitting in my car talking to you right now and there's a hawk flying overhead. Of course there is. And that's my sign as, you know, the messenger is a messenger. So, um, you know, if people are listening, perhaps this is something that's going to hone in for you. But um, whatever first pops up for you on that search, that's what you're supposed to click on. Whatever you then get brought to next, that's what you're supposed to be reading. And then if you're like, uh, you know, sometimes too, I would read, I'm like, I don't like that answer. Like that got in my way. <laughs> um, you know, um, a lot of times too, when you're first starting to get into this, I am a big fan for writing it down. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I keep track of what at the beginning, I kept track of all the different things that I would encounter. And I wrote down what it meant at that time. Yeah. Think about what you're thinking of when you see that thing. A journal. Um, it yeah. has read. Yeah. It has relation to what you're thinking about at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, you just really have to be aware pay attention and then I find that it flows even more freely when you actually act on the information that you receive mm, yeah. so the more you act on it it's almost like you're high like like everyone that's sending you this information mm-hmm. whether you it's your angels or you know ascended masters higher self you know however you want to look at it or phrase it it's like we're like yes, like this is perfect. <laughs> They're I'm getting like, oh my it. God. Give yeah, it like, more. Get over here, everyone. <laughs> Keep doing it. You know, they're probably it's so. You know, they're sending you messages all day long. And, and when you're when you step out of your, you know, I find too when I step out of my daily pattern, mm. um, like it's like it's almost like nothing significant happens until my daily pattern's broken. Yeah. Um, because I feel like when we're always doing that, wake up, eat breakfast, get ready for work, yeah. go to work, come home, you know, yeah. you're getting your ready, you're doing this. Like everything around you becomes a blur. It's like when you're driving on the highway and next thing you know, you've been driving for 20 minutes, yeah. you don't remember where you've driven. Um, it's really hard to stay present. Yeah. Gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can't stay present. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have an eight year old and we play, you know, while we're in the car driving, we like even last night going to baseball practice you know tell me you know while we're driving he calls out uh three things that stand out to him as we're looking out the window Uh and um and it's interesting because that's not something that I would notice and I find that that you know we all um we're meant to see different things in this world and when you're like tuning it out you're missing it yeah like we're not we're not our days aren't supposed to blur into each other Mm -hmm. every day is you know, it's a gift and it's, and it's an opportunity to walk forward on your life path. Um, you know, we're, we're all sort of going, it's like every time you break that pattern and you, um, you witness this message or synchronistic event or this meaning, and then it directs you and it's, 
it you it's like it gives you it presents you with that crossroad and no matter what and I tell people you're gonna get there it's just how quickly are you gonna get there Mm -hmm. I love that and the the part of a spiritual process that's always the hardest I think is that there's times when you're so in the flow and so connected and getting the signs and having the synchronicities and everything's just validating and then there's times when you feel out of the flow and I think you would say in this that's the part where you just have to stay connected and trust right that that you're still getting it you're just getting it maybe on a different level as you described conscious mind subconscious unconscious superconscious so you might be picking it up somewhere that's going to feed into the next level of consciousness when it's ready to unfold I think that's right, right? I mean is that um, what you find with with the people so, who came to the lecture mm-hmm. yeah well I mean I'll even I mean speaking for myself I mean I am I'm human I am not in the flow 24 7 mm-hmm. I go to work I'm tired at the end of the day. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, it's just, um, you know, just to take that off the table. I am not perfect in any way. Uh, my ego steps in at times. I do question at times things Everything. that come through. So <laughs> it's, yeah. So it's not, um, you know, I'm not at all professing anything. There's no key to um, unlock the magic. <laughs> right, right. I mean, but one thing that I do feel is important is, I mean, there is the reality. There, We are supposed to, like, don't get lost in what I would say is that crown chakra. You mm-hmm. have to still stay grounded. And that's how, you know, we're given, I mean, we have five senses for a reason mm-hmm. because everything comes to us that way. And in order to feel and receive, you have to be connected to your body. And you have to be grounded. There's a reason that we're grounded and we're connected. And, um, you know, there are literally, okay, I'm sorry, but there are like 40 birds right now. <laughs> like nesting like an audience right now, like in front of me. It's so crazy. Um, so I, that just became distracting. Um, it's just, I mean, nature. You're henceforth everything. the bird lady. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now the, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just, Sorry, Julie. Um, So, I mean, you were talking about the human, the human elements of all of this. You have to stay connected. Look at that was you regrounding and being aware. Reground me. I was so in the zone, and then the birds are like, "Dude, get back! Come down to here with us." Um, So, my thing is, is there will be moments, and it's happened to me where. You know, I'm in the flow. I'm in the flow. I'm receiving. I feel like, I mean, you almost got a high. You really do. You're like, you it feel is. light. You yeah. feel, you are, you're so in the zone and everything is just clicking and falling into place. And it's like, what can go wrong? And then finally, something does go wrong. Mm-hmm. And that rocks your world. And the thing is, is, again, it's that trust. Like, we, we have life lessons. We you, you probably just made it through one. Mm-hmm. And now, now we're on to the next. And it's a movement. It's a cycle. It's um, you're going to. Um, I mean, I'm going to bring up, which I think is a phenomenal process. Your uh, root to crown. Your guided meditations and oh, taking thanks, yourself through. Yeah. Um, so your plug. Um, <laughs> so, but it's that was a beautiful journey. Where um, for those that aren't familiar um, with the chakras, I, I 
the chakras are, I mean, passion for me. I mean, Genesee has this process of working through each chakra, taking you from the root chakra all the way up to the crown. And that align, just, it, you just become so aligned. And, you know, what I found is throughout that whole process, you really learn a lot about yourself. There's a lot of, I would say, Jen, like resolution within yourself as you move through relationships and, and things that ground you and, um, you know, things that drive you and your heart center and taking you up to finding what your truth is and, and having that divine connection, that all knowing. And then it's, um, it's a beautiful journey. It really is. That helped a lot. I did that, um, towards the beginning of when I was really doing a lot of, um, connecting and soul searching and, you know, following like path. Yeah. Thank you, Julie. So you can find that at Walden's webpage. I've uh, uploaded some of those weeks there, or I have an app that's called Chakra Deck, and it's free. And you can go and listen to tons of meditations classes, and that seven-week workshop is there. But as we say, Julie, when you start to go through the process of clearing those chakras, get ready. Get ready, people, because... Brace yourself. It is quite a ride. It is quite the ride. It's earthquake level. What's what's a high earthquake? I have, I have California natives. Oh, my What's God. a bad one? Seven? What it, six, seven, eight I'm getting from the studio, the audience, studio ah. audience here. Yeah, so it's earth shaking, earth shattering stuff, and I and I'll I'll admit through that uh, through that journey I had to stop for a little bit and then re- revisit it. So there's no there's there's nothing wrong with that, and, and it's your own journey. And you can I ask where you life. stopped? Where'd you stop? <laughs> it's always so telling. Yeah. Oh, you can guess what where I stopped. I so I can't. I'm sure I should remember this, but uh, the, where I would guess would be solar plexus. No? Heart. You, are, you are correct. Oh, was I? Yay! Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. You're like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> solar plexus <laughs> is a heart. Well, right. So, so let's teach a little bit about chakra theory. So solar plexus is the finale of the lower self. Heart would be the bridge, the gateway to the high self, which would be then the upper three throat, third eye, and crown. So it's it's, I think it's a big test that we give ourselves if we're ready to leave what we've created here in this earthly form and all the patterns, belief systems, limiting thought forms, all that. And do we really want to move to the expanded consciousness of fourth dimension heart chakra, right? Right. Right, right, right. Ooh, Julie, we should so, do a, we should do a chakra something together. That would be a lot should. of fun. Yeah. So, you know what just popped in my mind that I oh, want everyone to know yeah. about this is have fun. It should be fun. This is not serious business. Like, sure, we're like, oh, what's my my life purpose? And that sounds so serious, <laughs> you know? It's like we all are programmed like we're working so hard to accomplish things. And, you know, life is always like that. But it's fun. Like, um like I love, like you know, we um, I've done like some workshops with mandalas, and then in, interpreting that. Like if you like music, or you know, or drawing, or um, I mean, there's just so you know, many pathways. Oh my gosh, it's just you know connecting. It's you know disconnecting from that analytical brain, and you know 
don't, you know, disconnect from the left brain. That's that logical, analytical side, and then connect to the right, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where our intuition lies. Mm-hmm. And have fun. It's 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 it is so much fun, and it almost becomes like um, it's like uh, have you ever done um, the geocaching where you like have the clues and you're following it, and you finally find like the box of treasure and. You feel like a pirate almost. But yes. Have you ever done geocaching? I so no, but I really want to be a spiritual pirate. Is what it sounds like you're getting at. <laughs> that is what I'm getting at. You're like, <laughs> it's being a spiritual pirate. You follow all the clues and signs. You have to be looking for them. Oh. Um, and then it leaves you to X marks the spot. X marks the spot, and you un- unveil the golden pirate goddess statue within. I love That's it. Right. Julie, bird lady, I think this is where we're going to leave you. Uh, <laughs> but wait, I'm now the spiritual pirate. Okay. Spiritual pirate, bird lady. And if I can. You got it? Can you hear it? Can you hear the music? No. This is, oh, well, I'm playing your DJ Snake. This is for your son, Ian. Turn oh. down for what? So <laughs> a little, a little exit music for you here. Thank you so much, Julie. Love you so much. You are such an inspiration. And to everybody you touch and work with and are just around, they they learn something from just being in your energy. You are such a phenomenal human being, and I hope you know that. Oh, thanks, Jen. I love you, too. And thank you so much for having me on today. Um, it was fun. Enjoy the weather. <laughs> thank you. You, too. Bye, Bye. Julie. Oh, beautiful. Julie is such a light. She is so inspirational. She's so humble, as you can probably hear um, in how she explains things. She's so real. She's so humble. She's so caring and gives 110% of herself every single time, every single time that she works with somebody. It's it's all in with her and um it's such a it's such a pleasure to have her at Walden and to be able to have her talents there for all of the clients that come in seeking more of themselves more of their authenticity and more of kind of what they're looking for so I hope you have the pleasure of meeting Julie at some point if not uh, take a look at the web page and you can find uh, her picture. I'll try and post a picture for those of you that watch the video um, so you can see what Julie looks like. Um, always nice to put a face to a name and then researchers seek out some of her videos that we've uploaded. So unfortunately, I don't, I don't, let's just say I didn't have her grounding, uh, her grounded awareness on Monday when she taught the intermediate developing intuition lecture and I go to every single lecture and videotape so that you guys can have all this content and be able to access it all and for whatever reason Divine did not want it taped because I thought her lecture was on Tuesday and she came in into my office at 11 a.m. and was like where are you and I was it actually it it took me off of of a connected path for the whole day I was really confused as to why I did not remember, no, acknowledge her lecture was on Monday. I felt so bad that I wasn't able to tape that for you guys, but that's why we had her on today, and that's uh, some of the beauty about this. She brought you some of the good key points, and I'm sure she's going to be doing this again with even more in-depth levels for you. So I'd like to move right into a present moment awareness, since I have two 
studio audience members here in the studio today. They're both not making eye contact. They are, they are, I'm surprised they haven't run into the other room here in studio. They still have not made eye contact. Present moment, guys. Present moment. Sending love. Oh, right here, right now. Can you hear the echo in the background? So, so thankful. My, I'm not going to make you guys talk, but we're going to ground this collective energy. We're going to do a collective read, and I know they like the oracle cards getting read. So we're going to use them as a barometer for what's going on in this collective space right now, in this present moment. And I only have 10 minutes, 10 minute countdown. Oh my goodness. Oh, we're going to have to rush. And uh, so it's my dad, Pete, and my mom, Tanya. They are here with us from Oregon here, not for me, for my grand, my grandkids, for their grandkids. We're really aging you guys today. <laughs> um, and Pete has been my videographer today. We're going to cut out two minutes short of the end here. So you're going to have to jump up there, Pete, and push start again on the video camera. So I'd like everybody to just get really connected in in light and love with Julie, our bird lady, and how present she can be. I need everybody to just get really present with themselves at this moment. You can do that by connecting to your breath, taking a nice deep inhale in, and exhaling out, releasing anything that's in the mental field, stressing you, anything that's not a part of this divine purpose, this divine moment in time right now. So just take a nice deep inhale in, Exhale, coming more into the present moment, the space that's surrounding you, feeling the beat of the heart within the chest, maybe feeling your feet grounded on the floor, allowing your shoulders to shift down towards the back, lower back of the body a little bit, just bringing a little bit more relaxation to the body. Noticing where your tongue is. So tongue on the roof of the mouth, behind the front teeth, tends to signify a mental activity, mental state that's overactive. So a relaxed tongue dropped, relaxed on the bottom of the mouth, behind the bottom teeth, signals a nice, relaxed, receptive, more right brain attitude. So just come into this space, connect, and in this present moment, try and maybe align, and we'll use Julie's suggestion here with intention, state an intention, something that's not too direct, but something that you can gain clarity over. So if there's anything in your field that you want more awareness on, maybe a question or something that's been surrounding you the past week, something that's been nagging you, I know I have mine, my energy's slowed down. I actually tried to get our astrologer to come on the radio with us today to tell me just what planets are still in retrograde because everything just feels so heavy so slow lately. So that would kind of be my intention. So whatever is going on in your reality, again, we're a collective here, which means when we tap into the super conscious, we're all moving and transitioning through the same energies. It's just operating through our soul vibration in a very specific a cute way that's aligned to give us our own messages. So here we go. I'm going to ask Pete to cut my deck, put his good old energy all on that. Fantastic. So bringing in this present moment, again, maybe reinstate the, the intention. And the first card here... <laughs> So, everybody, we've got the phoenix coming up. It is evolution time. We are burning down the old <laughs> and rising into the new. This is all about aligning um, the purpose 
the high self, that which is, we just talked about this, the superconscious, that which is at the core of all of our paths, right? So as we start to begin our spiritual existence and begin to question ourselves and the human condition and question what is my purpose? Why am I here, right? When we start to seek for more out of our lives, we have this inevitable question that we start to seek the answer for. What is my purpose? Why am I here, right? And so when we ask this question, we automatically come into alignment, harmony, resonance with this high self quality, as Julia called it, the super conscious. We start to create an antenna that dives down deep into the stillness of our being, tapping into that, that zero point, and it anchors us into this more quality that every human, every individual has. And so with this, uh, with this, we can, um, we can tap in once we start to anchor into this kind of high self or into this questioning of more, we start to tap in. And in this card, what's come up here with this evolution is uh, the ability to now link this questioning for more with our willpower. And this is solar plexus chakra. This is the willpower, the energy that we want to devote to attaining that goal. And so Um, A lot of times when we're going through shifts, transitions, changes in our life, right? Julie and I just talked about this slow down energy, the potential of um, of things, uh, you know, there's high highs when you're just connected into the flow and everything's moving, everything's validating, everything's kind of affirming you on your path. And then there are times when things seem to slow down. And from an outside perspective, a spiritual perspective, nothing's slowed down. It's just an integration time, integrating everything that you had learned, all that validating stuff, everything that was giving you the yes answer, the sign in life. It's time to now integrate this in a way, a human way that we can reground, reestablish ourselves and decide because every human has free will here and gets to decide how they're going to use all of that downloaded energy, all of that stuff you just got activated with, all of that stuff that just came in and was so validating, so high, high in the flow for you. Um, you now get the choice of how you want to express that in this human reality. And so the interesting thing is when this happens, when we get the slowdown, a lot of people tend to get di- uh, discouraged. For me, I know when I slow down, sometimes I even get myself into almost a depression pattern. I wouldn't use depression as clinically <laughs> uh, labeled, but I get this slowdown where I feel sluggish. I, I, I um, am confused and I don't understand sometimes how or what I'm going to do next. And in that space, it's not about allowing yourself to um, stay in that space, but allowing the confusion, this unknowing energy, confusion comes to us when it's time to make a choice. And it doesn't matter what choice we make as long as we're making a choice. And so in these times where we slow down, where things don't seem as connected as they were, we can then allow ourselves to just start moving. And as Julie said, choose a different path. Choose something that takes you outside of your comfort zone. And then in that path, you are the one who's co-creating all of these things that were so validating and inspiring that were come to you. And so now you get to, and again, this is Phoenix energy. You get to burn down almost the, the part of you that had achieved and learned and gained all that knowledge. And now that 
that individual is changing. It's a new rebirth, a new re- uh, uh, recycling, up leveling of this stuff. And so you get to take now everything that you had been downloaded with, validated on, learned, and you get to choose what do I do? Am I going to repeat? Um, I've got a chocolatier in the <laughs> studio audience. I'm making it sound so so big. Our audience here. So I've got I've got Pete here who moved off island off of Hawaii and came back to mainland, which we're also thankful for. All the kids are so thankful for because we have our our parents and grandparents back now um, for our our kids and. Um, and so he moved back here and he had this amazing chocolate business on, on Hawaii, Tiki Candy Bar, so cool and so aligned to Hawaii, right? So now he's back here, now in Oregon, and he's deciding what's this new, what's this new part, what's this new path, what's it going to look like? So he gets to decide. He learned so much from that timeline on Hawaii, how to create the business, how to, how to, how to market to the tiki and how to connect with all the people on Hawaii that were looking for this, right? And this was a passion. Um, and and so he's he's his own Willy Wonka creating this path. And so now he's back here in the States in Oregon and he gets to decide, do I replicate that exactly as I had had it? And when he does that and says that, who knows, that might feel really aligned to him. Or that timeline might slow him down a little bit. He might get stuck. Things might not align so quickly. Things feel a little bit more sluggish, a bit more like he's walking through wet sand if he tries to repeat exactly what he had on Hawaii here in the States because maybe this timeline has changed. He's supposed to take everything he learned from that that experience in Hawaii and up-level it, right, to here. And maybe there's new energy that's engaging him, but he hasn't quite discovered it yet and this could be and so pulling the card here because he's the beautiful one that pulled this card for us um although it's resonating for all of us at this moment it's all about the solar plexus chakra and this is the emotional energy of the solar plexus chakra which is willpower so it takes every ounce of us in a new cycle when we're realigning to this higher quality of ourselves it takes every ounce of us to really um move towards because again we're we are the ones co-creating and creating this new path to walk on and we get to decide what this path is going to look like and as humans we tend to repeat cycles that happened before because it's easy it's clear it's what we did but that cycle will get us stuck sometimes i'm not saying this is what's happening for you pete (laughs) but i'm saying this is a this is a potential right so pulling the card of evolution here and the the phoenix energy it's about allowing ourselves to take everything beautiful that we had learned and created and we're so validated on and and take that and choose now how we're going to move that into the future and it's moving to the future and aligning us to the the next phase, the next step, right? The rebirth cycle. And we go through so many deaths and rebirths here. The Native Americans knew this so well um, and, and had ceremony constantly um, aligning, you know, uh, with totem animals and bringing in this new energy. And so that could be an interesting thing, you know, finding out what that. Oh, peacock. We did it last night. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so if you're in in northeastern Ohio, look for the guy walking down the street in the peacock outfit. It's going to be Pete. He is so, he's rolling his eyes. He wishes he did not come in studio today. Well, 
I love you all so much, and I'm so thankful that you tune in and hope that you had uh, a really great connected hour as I did. That evolution card really spoke to me and helped me put into perspective why I feel slowed down and that I just need to continue to uh, find the willpower to create that which is new and aligning me more fully to this next path in life. Uh, So with so much light and love, take the day, enjoy the time. Hopefully we hold off on the rain a little bit longer. If you're looking to discover more or need a recap of today's show, subscribe to the Wellness Walden YouTube channel or go to www.yourwalden.com to access the latest content and videos from this show and more. The Wellness Hour with Genesee on Karma Radio, every Friday at 11 a.m.